Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Getting you ready for the weekend here on Listen App. I hope everybody is doing well. I really appreciate you. Tuning in here to Grant Napier on Listen App. I've got a lot of things that I want to go over today. Uh, we've got the home opener for the Sacramento Kings. You've got the NFL schedule, which began last night and had a low-scoring game, Cleveland beating Denver 17-14. Uh, to 14. But I want to start off today's show uh, with some thank yous. Uh, I want to thank those in the Sacramento media uh, at Fox 40 and Mark Dembski. Uh, I want to thank uh, CBS 13. I want to thank KCRA for their coverage of the lawsuit that I filed yesterday against Bonneville International. I want to thank uh, Pat Walsh from KFBK, who spent about an hour and a half of his three-hour radio program last night uh, taking uh, numerous phone calls. Uh, his perspective, I really appreciate and then I spent a great deal of time looking at all of the comments, both on my Twitter page, my YouTube channel, uh, the Sacramento Bees comments, and uh, it's flattering to see all the support that I have. And it means a lot to me. And so I wanted to start off today by saying thank you, because what I did yesterday was my voice moving forward and putting it right out there about what happened to me, what is really happening in a very sad way in this country and how you just have to fight back. And so that's what I'm doing. But to see all of the support from so many of you has been, uh, I, I'm humbled. That's all I can say. I'm really humbled and I'm grateful. And I say thank you. Now, if you're new here to Listen App and you want to get on and ask me a question, it's very easy to do. You just hit that hand icon, just hit it. And then I'll put you in queue. And then you'll be able to come on and ask me a question. You want to talk about sports, you want to talk about the NBA, you want to talk about the NFL, uh, or if you want to talk about my lawsuit, you know, again, you can ask me anything you want. You know, if I can't answer a question, I will tell you uh, I can't answer it, but that's not going to happen very often. That is not going to happen very often. I will be able to uh, 
uh, answer just about any question uh, that you have for me. So again, if you want to come on, hit that hand icon. I will put you right on. Uh, if you want to talk to me about my lawsuit, if you have any questions about that, again, I am very happy to do that. The Kings and the Utah Jazz tonight, again, in the home opener, you have the National Football League, as I pointed out, that began last night. Without Baker Mayfield, the Browns found a way to win. You know, a Denver team that looked good early on, they don't look good right now. And we'll go over the NFL schedule. We'll tell you who's playing and at what time. Give me your lock of the week, of my of the week, and we'll get rolling on here in the world of sports. But if you want to talk about what happened yesterday and where I believe this lawsuit is uh, heading, certainly uh, come on and talk to me as well. Here's your schedule for week seven in the National Football League. We start with the early games. Green Bay is home to Washington team. The Patriots are at home to take on the Jets. Panthers are in New York to play Giants. Cincinnati travels to Baltimore. Now here are your late games. Raiders home to Philadelphia. Detroit is at the Rams. Houston at Arizona. Chicago. Sunday night game as Indianapolis, Cisco, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, the Chargers, and Jacksonville. So was doing and I have a you know a lot to be thankful for you know a lot uh, going on so again if you want to uh, come on and you want to ask me a, a question you can raise your hand and again we will put you uh, right on I've been told that the uh, connection that I have right now is not great so I'm gonna go to a I'm gonna walk out here and go to a little bit of a better area uh, to make sure that we are uh, crystal clear because I really want to have some good participation today. So uh, you let me know if that's better. And if it is, uh, we will continue on right here on Listen Up. You know the routine. Just raise your hand, uh, hit that hand icon, and I will put you uh, right on. Uh, I will be doing the show next Monday and next Wednesday. I've got a travel day coming up on Tuesday. Uh, so I will be unable to do this show on Tuesday. But if there is breaking news or there is a big story, uh, I will try to break in and we'll try to do that as well. So, again, uh, yesterday, big day for me. Thank you very much to everyone. If you want to talk a little bit about the National Football League schedule, if you want to talk about the uh, NBA and what's going on there, if you want to talk about your favorite team, 
anything else that you want to go over, I'm happy to do that right here on Listen Up. Very easy. Just hit that hand icon, and we will put you right on. I want your lock of the week. I want your upset of the week and uh, any trends that you see. It's not a great weekend uh, in college football, so, you know, we can go over the schedule a little bit, but there's nothing really uh, earth-shattering right then and there. If you're a Sacramento Kings fan, uh, where I am broadcasting from currently on the West Coast here in Sacramento, you've got uh, the Kings playing uh, the Jazz tonight, and then the Golden State Warriors come into town on Sunday. Speaking of the Warriors, I mean, when you watch Steph Curry play, that guy's just magical, is he not? He's just magical. He's amazing just how incredibly gifted and how talented he is. Just a, a, a spectacular talent. And he'll be in Sacramento uh, going against the Kings uh, on uh, Sunday. Already, you've got injuries in the NBA, and you look at and you see how it's affecting different teams. Again, I need 20. 25 games, I need to look at a team play, 20, 25 games to get a real good read. You can get fooled very easily in the beginning of any season in any sport. What do we talk about in the NFL? We talk about four to five weeks, right? Look at the teams that we thought were good after two or three weeks, and then look at those teams now as we enter week seven. For instance, Denver got off to a really good start. Anybody out there think the Denver Broncos are a good team? No right? Uh, You look at a team like Buffalo. They got upset. They lost in week one to a so-so Pittsburgh team. Now look at Buffalo. Yeah, I know they just lost a tough game uh, at Tennessee, but they're still really good. Look at Kansas City. Now we have a much better read on them as we get through six weeks. Where, Where are they? Are they even a playoff team? I think they probably will, but I mean, I wouldn't say they're a lock to make the playoffs in that brutal uh, AFC West. So, you know, again, there are a lot of teams that you look at. There are a lot of teams that you thought were good through two or three weeks of the season, and now all of a sudden you're like, nah, not really. How about the Arizona Cardinals and undefeated, right? I mean, you think about the teams that they have won, you know, beating Tennessee in week one and, and thoroughly beating them, going into L.A. at SoFi and winning that game. Then with their COVID situation, no head coach, a lot of the staff not playing, going into the dog pound last week and beating the Cleveland Browns. And you look at, you know, what Kyler Murray has done and you look at how good the Arizona Cardinals are playing. Well, I'm going to tell you something that is impressive. Now, they don't hand out trophies in October, but if you look at the Arizona Cardinals, if you think if they can stay healthy, they're going to be right there. They should be one of the teams in the mix. And I haven't even mentioned Tampa. And again, you look at Tom Brady and what he's doing at his age and with his experience in the National Football League. And you're like, how on earth does that happen? And the teams that we thought were bad are still bad. You know, both New York teams stink. We knew that. The Lions stink. We knew that. You know, Jacksonville, we knew was not going to win a lot of games. Correct? I mean, you look at that division. It's terrible. The Colts aren't very good. You know, you look at Houston, they're not very good. The Titans are going to win that division, and they're going to win that division easily. The Cowboys are going to win their division easily because it's terrible. I mean, there are a lot of bad teams in the National Football League. And you figure out who the bad teams are, I think, a, a lot sooner than you can figure out who the, 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 the good teams are. In other words, it's easy for me to see who the bad teams are early in an NFL season 
it's not so easy to see who the good teams are in the NFL season until you get to around week five, week six. And it's hard to believe that we are now entering week seven in the NFL. And how about Baltimore? Think about that Monday night game that they lost in overtime in Las Vegas, and now they've run the table. That's pretty good. I mean, you look at that team. That is a team, and I'll tell you, that Lamar Jackson, he is a dynamic player. Now, he is going to have to get it done in the playoffs, which has been his bugaboo early in his career. But I'll tell you, when you watch him play and you look at what he can do, could you imagine the Baltimore Ravens without Lamar Jackson? Seriously, could you imagine that team without Lamar Jackson? Boy, is he good. He is really, really, really good. Nando, how are you, sir? You were on Listen Up with Grant. How are you today? I am great. Good to hear your voice. Grant, how you doing, man? I am doing good, man. It's great to hear your voice. What can I do for you, buddy? Uh, yes, I have two questions. Well, actually, one question first. The Miami Heat obviously beat the defending champs, Milwaukee Bucks, by almost 40 last night. Yep. Where do you rank my Heat right now in the Eastern Conference, looking at all the teams? Well, if I got to see 20 or 25 games, but I love, I absolutely love the addition of Kyle Lowry. I mean, I think Kyle Lowry is is going to be so good for that team. I look at Tyler Hero and what he did in the offseason with his body, and I looked at his numbers off the bench last night because I did not see the game. And you look at what he provides to that team off the bench. Jimmy Butler is Jimmy Butler. If there's one thing that concerns me a little bit, and again, I'm not going overboard with this, Nando, is they're a little bit older of a team. And I'm just wondering, as this season progresses and we get into March and April, and then in the playoffs, are guys going to start to break down or not? So I think it's going to be interesting to see how Spo coaches that team. But I like Miami. I like their mix. And I'll tell you what else I love about Miami. You know, they seem to have guys that keep their their team uh, perspective always like in the forefront. It's not me, me, me. I always get the impression with the Miami Heat and with Pat Riley and how that organization goes about their business. They don't keep guys that are not all about the team. If you're not all about the team, they're going to ship you out. And uh, that I love the team concept there. I mean, listen, last year was a very up and down year. The Miami Heat had a Jekyll and Hyde season, and then they got swept in the playoffs by Milwaukee. I know it's early in the season. I know it was opening night. Milwaukee had already had a game and beat Brooklyn. But for one night, one game, boy, the Miami Heat made quite a statement last night that this team is going to be really good. Again, Nando, I love Kyle Lowry. Uh, he's one of my favorite players in the league. I think he's perfect for them. Uh, I love the roster construction. And that that's a solid point about what you said about how he's going to manage the teams because it's a little bit of an older roster. I and mean, then, you know, yep. players need some rest. But what I'm worried about, honestly, about the Heat is I feel like we need a backup point guard, a playmaker, because Kyle Lowry, obviously, he's about 35 years old. He's going to need to take some yep. rest here and there. So uh, that's the only thing that concerns me, having a backup playmaker. But I also, another team that caught my eye and I feel like isn't getting enough respect, they're getting respect, no doubt, but the Atlanta Hawks are a deep, deep team. Yep. I think they they honestly could be probably three in the Eastern Conference if everything goes right. And I feel like they're not getting enough credit as they deserve. I want to hear your take, and I'll take it off air. What do you okay. think about the Atlanta Hawks? Thanks very much, Nando. You have a great weekend. Appreciate it. You know, as far as not getting enough credit, um, I don't agree with you there, Nando, and I'm going to tell you why. The Atlanta Hawks last year were fifth in the East, 
and Trey Young and the Hawks had arrived. They had a really, really good season. And then look at what they did, you know, in the playoffs. And they made it all the way to the what? The conference finals, right? So I think they arrived. And I think that this year, they're one of the teams that most people, Nando, feel will comp- will be competing for a top four spot. Now, I'm looking at the Knicks, and I love what the Knicks did on opening night, double overtime. And then when I looked at the score earlier tonight and what they're doing against Orlando, I mean, they, again, I don't, I haven't looked at the score since then. But I think Atlanta is always going to be talked about because they have an exciting, dynamic point guard in Trey Young. Now, they have a lot more than just Trey Young. But I don't know if I agree with you that they're not being talked about, not being respected. I I think that they are. I think that they are. I think that they are a team that is going to be on national TV a lot. You're going to be hearing a lot about them. But again, Nando, you know, it's we're, we're in the first weekend of the uh, NBA season. Let's see what happens after 20 games. Johnny, you're on with Grant here on Listen App. Go ahead, Johnny. Hey, Grant. Uh, longtime fan. I've been, uh, I remember you. Thank you. For a sportscaster at Channel 31, I believe. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, I grew up with you. And Thank you. I, uh, I was listening to your podcast on Apple and heard it yesterday, and then I decided to download this uh, this app. And I did your homework assignment, and I went online to see uh, your lawsuit and with uh, Bonaventures International. Bonneville. And lo- I'm sorry, Bonneville. And to look and to look at this company to purportedly care about diversity and and all that and and like you said, looking at their their leaders and their management, uh, there's a lot of hip- hypocrisy going on here and what they did to you. And uh, I did a lot of re- some more research and I was trying to find out what your colleague, uh, and I'm sorry if you talked about this in the past, Doug Christie never came to your aid. That, that actually was one of the, that really amazing that if he just came out and said, hey, I, I know Grant, I work with Grant, this is not Grant. The same thing Tony Dungy did for Gruden. That's that's character. For well, for- you know what, Doug Doug uh, Doug was speaking out of both sides of his mouth because I've got messages on my phone that I will keep with me forever, uh, where he was supporting me greatly uh, on the Monday, June first, and Tuesday, June second, and then I got fired on Tuesday, June second. And his messages were, Napes, what can I do for you? You know, I'm here for you. What can I do for you? What can I do for you? And I told him, I said, well, what you can do for me is you can speak up for me. And he goes, Napes, you know, I'm going to do anything for you. And I'm like, okay, well, that's great. And uh, he never did. He never did. So what what he was telling me to my face, um, he didn't, he didn't act on. And, you know, only he can answer for that. I'm not going to speak for Doug. You know, I consider Doug one of my very best friends. Doug, uh, excuse me, Doug and I went out to dinner almost every single night on the road. Doug and I played golf together all the time. Doug and I had numerous conversations during the day. <clears throat> excuse me. Doug's wife and my wife, when we were in social gatherings, were very friendly together. In other words, like there was no red flags that I saw from Doug. I thought that Doug was someone that would always support me, would always be, be there for me. And as I've talked about, and I've been very open about this, when you go through something that I went through, you find out in a hurry who your real friends in life are and the friends that you thought were your real friends that aren't, 
you find out that as well. Doug Christie acted, and I use the word cowardly, and people said uh, that, you know, Grant Napier said Doug Christie is a coward. No, he's not a coward. His act in terms of not supporting me publicly was cowardly. Okay, there's a difference. I don't think Doug Christie is a coward, but I think his silence in this situation was cowardly. Now, I would also say that we were going through a very tenuous, very difficult time in America. And my experience of what I went through, there were black people that were afraid to speak up and there were white people that were afraid to speak up. And maybe that's part of it. I am not going to speak for Doug, but I will tell you that I consider Doug Christie one of my best friends. And anyone that listened to Doug on my show, you could hear the camaraderie and the respect that we had for one another. And, you know, I don't want to brag, but I mentored Doug. I worked with Doug. I, I helped develop Doug into what I thought was a good talk show host and a good broadcaster. He was constantly asking me questions. Napes, how can I get better? Napes, you know, don't be afraid to tell me. And I would, and I would tell him and I worked with him. And again, I thought he had my back. I thought he would be there for me. And when I needed him the most, he wasn't there for me. Grant, um, so I, I live in SoCal and I have NBA League Pass. When Doug and I listened to a lot of commentators, when Doug was on there, you, you're, you're like the A plus uh, commentator. But when he was on there, he was very it, it was it was almost amateur hour. And you propped him up and you made him good. And it was very noticeable. And I'm just saying for him to do that, for him not to say anything when good people see something bad and say nothing at all. It's a sad state of affairs. And I'll and I'll let, leave it at that. Thanks, Grant. Thank you. You know, again. Uh, I, I've said this, and I really appreciate that phone call, is when you see something wrong, speak up. And if you don't, then you are part of the problem. All right? You see something, you speak up. If you don't speak up and you let someone suffer, then you're part of the problem. Jay, you're on with Grant on Listen Up. Good afternoon, Jay. Hey, Grant. Nice to chat with you again. And uh, um, kudos for all your transparency. I think that's awesome. Thank and, you. Uh, the, the, you. You are right. The Sacramento media was great. And 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 they were great in a in a non-biased way, too. You know, they 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 did a good job of coming out and uh, reporting the the facts, minimizing the spin and letting folks be able to kind of come to their own conclusions. And you know, a lot of folks that I work with, they're not sports fans. And when all this happened a year or so ago, they may have heard of it and they've long, they've long forgotten about it, but they, but when they, when they saw it on the news last night, uh, they came in this morning and, and they, they asked me that they knew that I'm a sports fan. And so that right. I would know what's going on. They came in and asked me questions and I'm like, well, what, what did you see on the news last night that was wrong? Um, and their, and their, their overwhelming response was, that this makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And I, I, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And that's that's what we we need some more uh, uh, media attention and um, uh, to not only not only for you but to avoid these crazy things in the future. So so well done with that. Hey, a couple of sports questions. Hey, yep. hey, 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 Nando, Nando's uh, uh, his heat. I I think they're going to be some some trouble for the for the East this year. They that that was that was impressive, and I think you're 
spot on. If they can stay healthy and, and being healthy for them, I think is going to be the key. Uh, that's, that's going to be huge. And I do think the Hawks are going to make a jump this year. As we, as we look to the Utah Jazz Kings game tonight, the, the Jazz have pretty much owned the, the Kings in, in recent years. And, you know, the rosters aren't all that much different than the past. So I think this will be a a, a good barometer for the Kings because I, I think Utah is Utah and, and they, they are who they are. And we'll we'll see okay yep. how much how much have we grown what what is your take on the on I, game? I I agree with you right now and I just think that you know Rudy Gobert uh, can change a game defensively so much and but I, I agree with you. I think this is a measuring stick game for Sacramento it's their home opener uh, the Jazz are a legitimate team we already know that they were the number one seed in the conference last year don't know if they'll be number one this year but they're going to be fighting for it they they now have experience I think they have one of the real true talents in the league and Donovan Mitchell they've got they're deep they're very very well coached uh they they're a very good shooting team uh and again Rudy Gobert is you know they call him the stifle tower for a reason you know the guy is a presence around the basket so you know I, I think it's going to be a very good game tonight I, I think with five minutes left to go in the fourth quarter this game will be up for grabs well we hope so Th- thank you keep up the great work hey I appreciate you thank you very much take care that's a good uh, question uh, right there uh, from uh, Jay. Hey, if you want to come on, just hit that hand icon, and I will put you right on just like Nando and Jay and now Mike. Mike, you're on with Grant here on Listen App. How are you today, Mike? Good. How are you, Grant? <clears throat> I'm good, Mike. What can I do for you? Uh, I'll take your answer off air, but I just wanted to ask you uh, regarding the lawsuit. Um, also, like, why are you not also filing a lawsuit against NBC Sports California? Because I feel like they also – uh, wronged you in a sense where you were able to uh, do your job just fine, but just out of nowhere, they also sort of uh, left you hanging and kind of basically fired you. So I just wanted to know your your uh, opinion on that or, or sure. uh, what, what your thought process is. Thank you. Sure. Bye. Thank you. Uh, I didn't work for NBC Sports California. I was an employee of the Sacramento Kings uh, and uh, KHTK. So again, I, I they, they didn't pay me. I was not an employee of NBC Sports California. They did put out a statement on me that I thought was defamatory. Um, I thought it was uh, ridiculous. And yet it's interesting because, you know, two days after I lost my job, Drew Brees uh, came under fire. And again, our crazy world for his comments on the national anthem was under immense pressure and immense scrutiny from many in the media in this country, including his teammates. And you know, NBC didn't come out with any statement on Drew Brees. Gee, I wonder why that was. Because they had a contract for Drew to work at NBC this year following his retirement after last season. So, again, we live in a very hypocritical society, and uh, NBC should be ashamed of themselves for the statement that they put out on me. It was uh, it was awful. But to answer your question, and it's a very fair question, uh, I did not work for NBC Sports California. I worked for the Kings, NBC Sports California, had an arrangement with the Kings to televise their games, but both me and Doug were employees of the Kings. Now, I don't know about the rest of the personnel on the staff. In other words, uh, I know Jim Cozumore, when he did the uh, pre and post, was an employee of NBC Sports California. I don't know about 
I, I would assume Mitch Richmond was. I would assume that those that you would see on the studio show were employees of NBC Sports California. But I was not. When Jerry and I did the games, Jerry was an employee of the Kings. Uh, and to the best of my knowledge, and I may be wrong here, so don't hold me to this, I believe Katie also was an employee of the Kings. All right? But I, I don't know that for sure. So I, But I believe that uh, to be the case. So as of now, uh, you know, NBC, they're, they're not part of who I'm going uh, after for a lawsuit. But a very good question uh, and a fair question. If you want to come on, uh, just hit that hand icon. I will put you right on and we can talk about this. I know a lot of people still want to talk to me uh, about the lawsuit. And I believe it was Johnny that asked the question, you know, about Doug. I, I just I've been trying to get this message across for a number of months now. And I, I just I have such a problem with people in this country. Like when I had Doug Adler on. Now, this was four years ago. Doug Adler of ESPN was fired by ESPN for using the term guerrilla tactics at the Australian Open in a match that Venus Williams was playing in because some freelance guy from the New York Times put out on Twitter that Doug Adler had made a racist comment when it wasn't racist at all. Pete Sampras and Andre Agassi had done a commercial for Nike on the street on Fifth Avenue in New York. They made a makeshift tennis court on Fifth Avenue in front of the Plaza Hotel. The name of the commercial was Gorilla Tennis, all right? Everyone knew what Doug Adler was talking about. John McEnroe didn't come to his defense. Martina Navratilova didn't come to his defense. And after the tournament, some weeks later, they, Venus Williams was asked a question about Doug Adler's comment. She knew exactly what Doug Adler was referring to. Not G-O-R-G-U-E-R, -E okay? It was guerrilla tactics, not gorilla, G-O-R-I, okay? And Venus Williams could have easily said, Doug Adler did nothing wrong. His comment was not racist. He was talking about a very common term in tennis called guerrilla tactics. She did not, okay? Despicable act by Venus Williams to let an innocent man suffer the way Doug Adler did. He then had a stress-induced heart attack after that, okay? If you want to go back and listen to the podcast that I had with Doug back in January, I think you will find it unbelievably interesting. Uh, I asked Doug a lot of questions about what he went through. He was very open and honest. But those that worked alongside him, John McEnroe, Martina Navratilova, just to name two, did not speak up for him. Chris Everett did not speak up for him. Why not? Why? I mean, why would you let, you know, I always use Lance Armstrong and Ryan Braun of the Brewers. Think about what Lance Armstrong did. Lance Armstrong tried to take down innocent people, people that had nothing to do with his doping to protect himself. That is one of the most, if not the most despicable thing that a human being can do. Ryan Braun, Milwaukee Brewers, exact same thing. Tried to ruin the life of an innocent person to protect himself. It does not get any worse than that. 
Shame on John McEnroe. Shame on Martina Navratilova. Shame on Chris Everett. Shame on Venus Williams. Awful. Absolutely awful. And so when we talk about these things, when you remain silent and your voice can make a difference, but you remain silent, then you're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. And yes, I'm very well aware that last May and June of 2020 was a very trying time in this country. Okay? I wish Adam Silver had come out and spoken about me the way he spoke about Rachel Nichols, who doesn't even work for the NBA. I worked for the NBA for 32 years. Okay? I was part of the NBA fabric so much so that NBA Entertainment used my catchphrase probably more than any other announcer in the league. How often would you turn on ESPN or see an NBA promo and they would have, if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. I saw it during the last dance in episode eight on ESPN to end one of their NBA promos. All right. Did you think that maybe, just maybe, I would hear from the commissioner of the league? Nope, didn't hear from him. Do you think maybe the commissioner of the league would have spoken up on behalf of a 32-year employee who had an impeccable record? Do you think so? No. But when Rachel Nichols and ESPN had their fiasco before game one, and I, by the way, publicly patted Adam Silver on the back and said, hey, you know what? This was great. He came out and basically talked about how a person should not lose their job over a comment and how someone's body of work should be looked at. And I applauded Adam Silver for doing that. It wasn't there when I got fired, okay? Nothing happened. I didn't hear from anyone in the league. 32 years, and it's like I didn't exist. Well, why is that? Because people are too afraid to speak up? Because people are afraid of the rioting and the looting and everything else that was going on in our country? So you're just going to remain silent? And you, you know that somebody was wronged. You know that a situation could have been completely changed by one person's voice. Why is that? Now, you talked, Johnny made a great point earlier. He talked about Tony Dungy and the other was Mike Tirico speaking up for John Gruden. You know what's interesting about that? They spoke up for John Gruden. And then the next day, the very next day, because that was Sunday Night Football, the next day, the other emails came out that were very damaging to John Gruden. But yet on Sunday night, Tony Dungy and Mike Tirico had John Gruden's back without knowing, without knowing that further emails would be coming out. Isn't that interesting? Do you think that Tony Dungy or Mike Tirico would have made those same comments if those emails had come out on Saturday instead of Monday? Do you believe that you would have been able to turn on NBC on Sunday night after the emails and hear them say that? Those emails should not have changed their opinion because of their personal relationship with John Gruden. In other words, they worked with John, they knew John, 
they would be able to speak up based on personal experience. But they did come out in support of John on Sunday. And then by Monday, less than 24 hours later, John Gruden had resigned as head coach of the Raiders. How interesting is that development when you think back on it? All right, if you want to come on the program, just hit your hand icon and uh, we'll put you right on. Already appreciate uh, the earlier callers on this show. But again, I'm going to keep on saying this over and over again. And it's just, you know, I'm not really sure whether I should laugh, whether I should be upset when I see some comments from people who are so stuck in the sand, who refuse to take their blinders off and look and do a little bit of research before they condemn somebody. It's amazing to me. It happens all the time. It's just amazing. Like, how is that going to play on your conscience? Are you going to be able to go to, like, John McEnroe knows damn well that Doug Adler made a comment that had nothing to do with race. And he could have spoken up on behalf of Doug and did not. Martina, same thing. How do they go to sleep at night? Seriously, how do they do that? How, how can you watch an innocent person go down with the ship or go down on a ship all by himself and you do not speak up? You know what the term is? Gutless. Maybe the term is not cowardly. Maybe the term, and a better term, is gutless. Maybe that's the term that I should have used instead of cowardly. Gutless. It's an absolute gutless, gutless act. When you know that your voice can make a difference, and yet you remain silent. And you talk about NBC Sports California, the statement they put on was one to protect their ass. It was a woke statement. It was an embarrassing statement. And it was despicable. But I didn't see any statement at all in any way, shape, or form about Drew Brees. Nothing. And we know why that is. We know why that is. Pretty simple. We know why. All right, again, if you want to come on, just hit that hand icon, raise your hand, and I will put you right on. You know, um, there's going to be a couple of other stories that are coming out as it pertains to my lawsuit. And if you ever have any questions, if you weren't with me yesterday, I've been pretty open about this. If you want to ask me anything in regards to my lawsuit, you can do that. Uh, I said this yesterday. I'm going to say it again for those of you that were not on yesterday. Do yourself or do just it will take a minute. Google Bonneville International. Just Google Bonneville International and you'll get on to their main page and then click on leadership. Go look at their leadership at Bonneville International. Go look at it. Take you less than 60 seconds. All right. Had a caller earlier in the show who told me they did just that. Bonneville International, go on their website and click leadership. And then tell me what you think. If you want to talk about hypocrisy, you want to talk about ridiculousness, you want to talk about just absurdity, but I'm racist, really? Really? Okay. Yeah. That's the world we're living in. That is the world that we are living in. 
and I am grateful for the support that I've received in the last 24 hours. It's been overwhelming. I've read the comments on just about every facet that I can look at, and I'm grateful for the comments, both from people that know me and a lot of people that don't know me, people from around the country that are just hearing about my situation who have reached out to me. I've received numerous, numerous, numerous messages from Instagram. I've had many messages from people on Twitter and direct messages, and I am grateful for them. A lot of people saying they have just found out about my situation and are coming to my defense and, again, supporting me, and I'm grateful. I listened to Pat Walsh and his show today on his podcast on KFBK last night, and I'm grateful for what Pat said and all of the phone calls that he took people in support of me. And I think, you know, I don't even have to speak on this. I think it's pretty self-evident. The vast majority of people, not just the vast majority of white people, the vast majority of people know that what happened to me is a travesty. And whereas maybe, just maybe, some of those people were petrified to speak up on my behalf in the summer of 2020, now things have changed and they're more receptive to come out and voice their opinion. And I'm grateful for that. Thank you very much. I am absolutely grateful for that. Now, Monday, I'm going to come on probably, I'm looking at my schedule at the same time, 5 o'clock Pacific on Monday. We'll get you ready for Monday Night Football. We'll do a recap on the weekend. There will be a couple of other, uh, I think, news items regarding my lawsuit that I can talk about again on Monday. We'll talk about the Kings, who will have three games under their belt. Again, Utah tonight, Golden State on Sunday. Other games in the NBA, we'll look at the Lakers and see if they can rebound from their miserable opening night game to Golden State. And speaking of the Warriors, they're off to a hot start thanks to Steph Curry. They're in Sacramento on Sunday, so we'll break that game down on Monday. And anything else that is going on in the world of sports, particularly in the National Football League. So, on that note, I want to say... It's awesome that you listen to me on this app. And I hope you have a fabulous weekend. Enjoy all of the games. And remember, you can ask me anything you want right here on Listen App. You ask me a question, I'm going to answer it. You don't have to worry about that unless it's something legally that I cannot answer. But other than that, you ask me a question, I'm going to give you my honest assessment. All right. Hey, stay safe. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to Grant Napier right here. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.